Hey folks, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cigars and Crypto. It's your boy Noir. I had a fantastic discussion with Jerome and Annalise of Bits and Tokens. We discuss how they got into crypto, the Bits and Tokens brand, and how they're a blockchain media company. They're an awesome group of kids, and I call them kids because, yes, I was the old man in the conversation, so it is what it is. Make sure you check them out at Bits and Tokens on Twitter, J-R-O-M-E-128, Blockchain Universe, not the regular universe, U-N-I-V-R-S-E, and at A-N-N-A-L-E-S-E underscore B-N-T. Man, that's a mouthful. Make sure you follow Jerome and Annalise and visit them online at bitsandtokens.com. Sit back, relax, grab a drink, light one up. Take care. You're listening to the only place on the internet that offers the perfect blend of high-quality premium cigars and cryptocurrency news and commentary. Welcome to Cigars and Crypto. Now here's your host, Invest Noir. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Cigars and Crypto. You know who it is. It's your boy, Noir. Let me tell you how happy I am to have two folks with me today, Jerome and Annalise of Bits and Tokens. How you guys doing? How's it going? Hi, we're good. How are you? I'm well. No complaints. It's a beautiful, beautiful Saturday here uh, on the East Coast. Uh, Been up early this morning, had uh, some work to do at another property that uh, my wife and I own, and uh, had a cigar. Had some coffee, had a little rum, so I'm feeling pretty good and uh, ready to learn about what you guys are doing in this space. So, hey, man, no problem. Thank you so much for accepting my invite. I really do appreciate it. So let's start with you, Jerome. How did you get into crypto? 2011, I was in college and I was doing an assignment on um, financial infrastructure and Somehow I stumbled upon this internet money and figured that I, I needed to learn more about it. So I, I took the time to just, you know, RSS, uh, follow up on a lot of the different news stories that I saw in this space. And it's really just been something that I kept following up on for years. Uh, around 2018 uh, is when I really decided to just go full on into crypto and, and create my own company and, and work with my team to really changed the world for a lot of people. I love how people see or see a need or seize an opportunity when they see a vacuum. And I love how you were motivated, self-motivated to get into the space uh, after you found out about it. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think that's a reoccurring theme with a lot of the folks that I talk with uh, on my show. So Annalise, how did you get into crypto? Uh, so I was actually not a techie growing up, uh, like most people in the space at all. I didn't have my first cell phone until I was 18, just for reference, I'm 23. <laughs> so I was actually like the entire opposite of like tech in general. Um, so I had met Jerome and he was a total techie and he kind of turned me into <laughs> a techie from being okay. a techie. He is a techie. And uh, I, I slowly began to understand tech and like what tech does like for us in the world. Like I at home, like growing up, I had no more than maybe a family desk talk that I could use once a week type thing. So like I was really disconnected from the world, like in total. 
Um, so I kind of like started taking baby steps into tech and slowly became introduced to the idea of crypto through both social media uh, and Jerome had brought it to my attention. And then shortly after I had met one of our uh, third teammates, Tim, who kind of said, hey, let's start a company. And I was just like, doing what? And he's like, you can teach people while you're learning. So um, the way that Bits and Tokens just got founded and the way I learned about cryptocurrency was making videos as I learned. So I was like learning with someone. I was like teaching as I was learning, if that makes any sense. It actually so it was makes like, perfect I, I was instilling it in myself. If that like, yeah. I don't know, I'd like, I would study it, I'd go over it and I would like repeat it over and over again until everything right in the video. And I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> so that's how I learned about crypto. Okay. That makes actually, uh, actually makes a lot of sense. That's uh, also a great segue into my next question. Tell my listeners about Bits and Tokens. Bits and Tokens is a uh, blockchain media company. Uh, we were founded again, just off basic education and we saw the need for educating the masses. It started off by first teaching me teach other people and it kind of segued into then covering major events such as conferences, um, even hosting conferences, uh, throwing events. We actually threw a uh, art uh, X tech event. So it was a art event mixed with technology and cryptocurrency was on the back end of that. I'm sure you've heard of, you know, non fungible tokens and, you know, crypto art. Um, we kind of just decided to really expand into all ends of the community and just, you know, make crypto make sense for everyone. You know, like some people get art, some people get games, some people get technology, some people get, you know, finance. There's so many different sectors that cryptocurrency can be, uh, you know, involved integrated. in and integrated in, correct? Um, so we kind of just started focusing on that. And that's kind of like on the path we are right now. Um, and then right now, since everyone's locked down doing quarantine, we're actually going into VR. That's you guys are just setting up the softballs for me. That's a great segue to the next question. Jerome, tell me about VR. Tell me about how you got into VR and tell me how you built this beautiful space that I'm looking at that my listeners unfortunately aren't seeing. <laughs> wow, where does it begin? All right, so for me, I guess I will go further back and say that. Um, when I was younger and I got access to the computer, probably in like 95, I was three when I first got on the computer. And I remember when I turned five, I told my mom that I just love being on the internet so much that I think when I get older, my job is going to be me sitting behind a computer all day long. My mom laughed at me and told me that's so silly. You're probably going to be out being a carpenter or plumber or something. Yeah, no, that's not me at all. <laughs> I just like I predicted, I ended up getting a job in uh, the financial field and doing troubleshooting, always behind a computer. And I just saw the trends and where things were going. Uh, same thing when I was in college. I saw the trends. I saw where things were going. I realized that virtual reality was the next step to computing. Um, in 2012, I saw an article about Palmer Lucky who created basically an Android tablet strapped to your face. And that allowed you to be able to recreate virtual worlds. And, and he kept building on to that. And I kept realizing that in, in the near future, I would be able to buy a virtual reality headset I'd be able to go to all sorts of meetups and talk to my friends from all over the world well before it ever really became popular and became a thing. 
So I've been following Oculus and, and HTC Vive, all of those companies since 2012, 2013. And around, what was it, like 2014 is when Google Cardboard came out. And I was so excited. I can literally use my phone, put it into a cardboard box. I remember I got it and showed her and her family. And everybody was like, what is this thing you're so excited about? And that's when I really decided to start learning. I started looking into Unity classes and trying to figure out how I can be able to build a virtual world. And then uh, as we started building bits and tokens and growing this company, and um, she kind of shared with you guys everything that we do as a B2C. Uh, but we also, as she said, do conferences and events, and that's more a B2B business. And through one of our B2B transactions, we went to a, a conference last year, and it was IOHK, big conference. And I saw one of their VR projects called Symphony. And that really got my attention. And I realized that conferencing and virtual reality really could integrate people that aren't at the conference physically can be able to be at the conference anywhere from home. You know, it costs hundreds of dollars to go to some of these conferences. I know some of you guys watching this probably won't spend $800 to go to a one day conference. So that's where it really drove my attention to developing not just one room where everybody could be squished together listening to somebody speak but multiple rooms where people can bounce around like a conference and I can listen to a speaker here. I can go mingle here. I can go uh, watch a podcast in another room. I can walk around a gallery in another room. So I built that and we'll actually show you that right now uh, in the room that you guys see behind us on this green screen. Well, they can't see. It's just, I'm audio. I'm audio. Only. Right, but please describe it though, because absolutely, uh, yeah, please do. Because what I'm seeing behind you is, I see a giant white space with steps that lead to like a stage, and I'm assuming this is where you would have uh, speakers uh, for your conference in your virtual world. Correct. So last night I had on Johnny Dollar, prominent uh, VR uh, crypto artist. Uh, mm -hmm. He does a bunch of amazing art pieces. He was on my stage yesterday. You can watch it on my YouTube channel at Blockchain Universe. And basically just talking about non-fungible tokens, what happens when you integrate this into your art, putting QR codes into the painting so that way people can be able to redeem Bitcoin from the painting. There's a lot of different things that are, are going on in the crypto art space. And I just wanted to be able to help him get his name out there and uh, show people what's going on with crypto art. But that's just one event that I, I've done. There's hundreds that I've done now. Um, so to describe the room, I had the idea of Tron, the video game. Mm. And there's also a, a, another blockchain called Tron. TRX is the token. So for those that know Bitcoin, that's BTC. Uh, Tron TRX is another one. They also develop a lot of blockchain games. So it, it only made sense to just go with a Tron theme room. So everything has kind of got those lines and, and it's all, it, it's, it's a grid like format for people right. to easily be able to recognize where they are, but also because it's dark in the room, it's not so bright. There's not colors everywhere, which drains a lot of people's batteries on their headsets and cause overheating issues if you're using like phone VR. So I just wanted to be able to make a space that's very welcoming, invites a lot of people to come, enjoy yourself. It's not so colorful, but not so plain either so i made little designs here and there that grab people's attention and 
I mainly get a lot of good recommendations for the space. And we're now looking at building a uh, happening party over the next couple of days as the happening is, is approaching. Now that, my friend, sounds like fun. And I will be looking for an invite. I now I'm old enough to be a, <laughs> I'm old enough to be a pop. So tell the folks in that room, don't clown me because the old man is in there, uh, you know, sulking around. No, you'd be around. surprised. You you meet a lot of people in VR, and sometimes they are. I, I you you'll hear a lot of kids, and the kids are the usually the ones who will troll, you know. But mm. um, you meet a lot of older folks. There's actually a 35 plus like uh, community. event community like yeah. that. They always just you know. So okay. you'd be yeah. surprised. Yeah, then, then I need the invite for that because yeah. I, I, I need that invite because I, I can't stand getting trolled by kids. It's all good. though. <laughs> it's all good. So you guys have so much going on at the same time, you know, um, pre-show, we were talking about the days of the weeks that you have events, right? And I'm trying to keep up with them. Now I caught VR Mondays. Is that right? Yeah, VR Crypto Mondays. Okay. And I know that there is a Drunk Crypto Thursday. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Drunk Crypto is on Thursday. Okay. Now, I we we need all every day of the week. So I need you guys to run it down for me so that I can let my listeners know when to tune in and check you guys out. Alrighty. So um, as you mentioned, VR is Crypto Mondays. Uh, very familiar, you know, meetup. It's uh, in almost every major city. Uh, it was founded by Lou, but we decided to do a VR version because we, you know, saw the need. Uh, Tuesday, that is uh, what's our traders, our podcast, traders podcast. Just kidding, our blockchain uh, podcast in AltSpace. That mm-hmm. one is um, just about gaming and you know general uh, modern culture, blockchain to you know integrate the crowds. Um, Wednesdays, I think that's gaming, Jerome. Yeah, uh, Wednesdays story game. Uh, I'll just play a story right now. I'm playing. Uh, Tomb Raider, the third game. So if anybody's interested in watching me play that game, Wednesdays is just kind of a day to kick back and watch. Instead of like a YouTube um, video where you can type in the comments, I like having people in alt space so I can listen to you and talk to you while I'm playing the game. It's kind of a puzzle game, so I'll get stuck sometimes. And it's great to just have my viewers literally be able to just talk to me and say, oh, try this, try that. So a lot of fun doing that. Um, Thursdays. Thursdays is Drunk Crypto, uh, which is kind of just, well, it's, it's a Drunk Crypto variety show. Uh, before Corona happened, we were going to have a guy brings on some animals and like show off his animals and just do a bunch of fun stuff. But unfortunately, we got locked down. Um, I'm thinking at this rate, we should just, you know, maybe just do some like Saturday Night Live skits, you know, at this rate. Because I'm just like, oh, we're going to go outside. <laughs> just got to do it inside. So um, that's Thursdays. It's mainly for comedy. It's, I, I see it as like a communicable show. It's something to drink some beer, have fun, listen. We do some um, drinking games sometimes. And yeah. just have a little fun while talking about crypto. So learn, laugh, have a good time. Drunk crypto Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. Wow, you're a good salesman, man. (laughs) All right, so on Friday, (laughs) Friday, um, I think Friday's a few things. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Crypto Finally. Um, One of our uh, CEO, Tim, he does Finally Fridays with her. Um, So that is usually at noon, and you can catch that on her channel. Um, But on Friday on the Bits and Tokens side, we do Game Night, uh, which was last night. Uh, We usually have a a topic for the night, and um, we play some games in VR. Uh, We get people into, you know, virtual reality and understanding virtual reality and what you can do. 
um, through gaming. gaming. Yeah, basically. And then we also talk to them about blockchain gaming because, you know, they're already there and they already get tech. So, you know, next step would be blockchain. Yep. So I try to make it so that like Wednesday is when you're watching somebody play, but Fridays is when you're actually playing yourself. So yesterday's theme was NFTs. We had a crypto artist by the name of Johnny Dollar. He was talking about NFTs in paintings, but then we segued into talking about NFTs in gaming. So for anybody that doesn't get like, what is a non-fungible token? It's a unique asset within a virtual or in a digital world. Uh, so for example, a lot of you probably have heard of this game called Fortnite. I'm sure your kids are playing it and spending your money on V bucks. Uh, <laughs> those V bucks are kind of like Bitcoin in a sense, but it's not on a blockchain. It's centralized to just Fortnite servers. And what happens a lot of times with the, with video games as they get older is the company in this instance for Fortnite, it's owned by a company called Epic. They will one day, one day shut down Fortnite. And all of the money that your kids spent on V-Bucks, on skins, on all of the weapons that they bought for Fortnite will then disappear when they shut the game down. Whereas with blockchain gaming, the entire infrastructure is built on making it open source and accessible for anybody. So if you want to be able to run a server and be able to play this game, even when the developers give up on it, you can be able to continue playing that. Not only that, but the assets inside that world, the V-Bucks are all used using blockchain technology so if i want to buy something if i want to trade something i can be able to do that utilizing crypto and there's a decentralized ledger that's attached to every single transaction so for example if i'm one of the top players and i buy a skin and i'm running around killing a lot of people in this game and i'm at the top of the leaderboard chart and then i decide to sell all of the assets and everything that i had they can be a a lot of value to some players who might want to have those those assets that i'm selling then when they have it they can be able to turn around and sell it to other people think of you know some of you probably played pokemon back in the day and had some pokemon cards that you sold and then resold that same community is now thriving with blockchain technology and you can keep track of all of the data via the blockchain beautiful beautiful you heard it folks nfts nfts (laughs) nfts get in where you fit in nfts So tell everyone where we can find you and all of your projects. Ooh, so we're kind of scattered. I'm not going to lie. Um, so of <laughs> course there's the company, uh, you know, social, the main company, which is bits and tokens. And then there's also the sub company that Jerome has, which is blockchain universe. Um, so you can find everyone on Twitter. Um, so you can find bits and tokens on Twitter. You can find uh, Jerome, which is token gamer on Twitter. Um, no, no, no. Jrome128 on Twitter, but that's my name is Token Gamer on Twitter, but my at handle is jrome128. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we should <laughs> get it Change together. It. I don't know. So, um, and then of course there's Blockchain Universe. Um, it's Blockchain Universe, but it's not Universe spelled as Universe. It's Uni V R S E. Just drop the E. Yeah. So it's uh the VR is supposed to kind of stand out in the word. Um. Yeah, that's that's basically where you can find us most. If you're in, if they're lo- you're looking for any videos or you know most any content, we'll always uh, tweet it to there. But if you don't have um, you know Twitter, there's always uh, YouTube where you can find us on YouTube, uh, Bits and Tokens, or again Blockchain Universe. Um, you can find us on Telegram, Discord, Telegram, Discord. Well, it's kind of uh, yeah, just about every platform. We have a chat or something somewhere. You can you can talk to us anywhere, or you can just go to bitsandtokens.com. <laughs> 
Perfect. So yeah. one last question, okay? First is for you, Jerome. Same question is going to go to you, Annalise, but I want to hear your take. Where do you see the future of cryptocurrency and blockchain technology in the next three to five years? I see it mainly being in virtual reality worlds. Uh, I think that majority of transactions will happen in VR in the next few years um, with platforms like Somnium Space, Crypto Voxels, more people are making their own projects to integrate blockchain into their games. I think that there's going to be a lot of people that have a need to buy and sell things online. It's already happening. Uh, I brought up Crypto Voxels already and in crypto, crypto voxels, there's a, a marketplace that you can go buy and sell your assets in that world. So I already see a lot of conversations in chat where people are saying, meet me at the market and they'll go there and like sell their object, their assets in, um, in crypto voxels as opposed to on a website. So it's, it's really great to communicate with your market and, and gather together, get your community. And I think that as the community continues to grow online and virtual reality, there's going to be more transactions in VR that can surpass the transactions that are just happening on websites. Gotcha. What about you, Annalise? Where do you see the future of uh, cryptocurrency and blockchain technology in the next three to five years? Three to five years. Um, so what I expect uh, probably, well, depending on how this next uh, having comes up, because we know that this is a very unique situation. Um, and every time the having comes up, there's a lot of attention that's brought to Bitcoin, um, usually, you know, about a year out or so. Um, so in the next three to five years, uh, I see more attention getting drawn to blockchain and cryptocurrency in general. We're already seeing that, you know, the U.S. government is considering digital currency assets, which I mean, honestly, most of our money is already digital. Why not just make that full transition? Um, you know, I see us becoming a little more like China. China's already on, you know, that role. Um, so I feel like there's going to be not necessarily competition uh, in the terms of cryptocurrency because it's, it's, it, cryptocurrency is its own thing. It can't really compete with somebody taking, you know, a centralized dollar and turning it into a digitalized dollar. It's, it's not going to be the same thing, but I do see people then gravitating more towards Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies rather than just, you know, uh, a digital dollar if, you know, countries make that into existence. Um, it's already happening. It is already happening. Uh, well, like I said, China's already doing it. But I mean, I see us just in general going towards that trend. And technology is just the wave, man. Like, you know, people have been progressing towards tech. And naturally, because blockchain is tech, people will, prog will progress towards blockchain. So awesome. that's what I think. <laughs> awesome. It's interesting to hear the future from young folks. Um, the future is always so bright for you and the future is what you make it. So I am excited to see what blockchain will be in the next three to five years. And uh, I hope the things that you see, the things that you will build and create will be a part of the future that you want. So folks, you heard it. Jerome and Annalise, check them out on Twitter at jrome128 and Annalise underscore BNT. Check them out online at Bits and Tokens. Jerome, Annalise, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I really do appreciate it.
Thanks for having Thanks for having us. us. And if you're trying to spell Annalise, don't spell it wrong. It's A-N-N-A-L-E-S-E because people spell it wrong all the time. <laughs> it, it happens. It happens. You heard him, folks. A-N-N-A-L-E-S-E. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you.